Hello everyone, Dr. Julie here, and you are listening to my Coffee Chats podcast. I am a health researcher, PhD trained, and chef self-trained, on a mission to leave the next generation and our planet a lot more of a healthier place. This is your space to ask questions on topics that no one seems to want to discuss, with information that is backed by research, along with a good dose of practical advice. Real talk, real people, real answers. Let's get into this week's episode. Today's episode is a bit of a motherhood musings special. October is birthday month for me. I have birthdays for both my oldest son and my youngest son. And I don't know if it's because they're my first and last babies, because it's two birthdays in a month, or it's just what birthdays do in terms of giving us time to pause and reflect and look back. But it is, it's always a really big time of self-reflection and a lot of feelings and so I just thought I would actually take this time and take this opportunity to do just that with you guys. You know motherhood is very much a journey and it really seems unbelievable to me that I have been a mother now for 11 years and if we also want to count pregnancy you know 12 years I don't recognize the person that I am now compared to where I started and I have no doubt that that is going to continue as well. I have a blog on my website which I wrote now three years ago which was eight years on in my motherhood journey, a letter to myself as a new mum. So what I wanted to do today was just read that and then build on it in that it was also three years ago now that I wrote that. But I think you might find bits and pieces of yourself or your own journey within this. And I have always been upfront that I found those early days, especially those early days as a first-time mum, particularly hard. So here we go. This week, my oldest son turned eight years of age. So as you listen to this, this was written three years ago. Eight. I've been a mother, a parent for eight whole years. <laughs> and I'm laughing because, of course, now it's, it's 11. There is a big part of me that says, yes, they were right. They, being all the parents before me, that said it goes so fast. But at the same time, while indeed the years seem to have just slipped by, when I look back, there were also times, a lot of times, that seemed so long, like unbearably long and never ending. My youngest son is also about to turn one, my oldest and youngest just 10 days apart in birthdays, but seven years in time. All birthdays are a time of deep reflection, but this feels more monumental, the end of an era. My tribe is complete. I have spent the best part of a decade growing my tribe. There is a huge part of me that is simply relieved. Everyone's parenting journey is different, but mine certainly has not felt blissful or idyllic a lot of the time. That is not to say there have not been precious moments. There certainly has, which I am eternally grateful for. However, I am also okay with not going through another baby phase ever again. 
I have given it everything I had and then some. I feel a shift for my family now and are looking forward to what is next. I know full well the challenges do not end, but those big changes that come with a new addition, including the planning for them, are done. I can also confidently say that for me, the transition from having no children to one child was the hardest of all. There are so many maybes in this equation as to why this first transition was the most challenging for me. We were young parents at the time, at least by today's standards, 27 and 23 years old respectfully. Didn't have a lot of money between us and were living in a two-bedroom unit when I found out I was pregnant after expecting a long fertility journey. I was just eight weeks into my PhD and not only have little family support but unknown to me, I was about to experience an unexpected grief at the very same time as this transition into new motherhood. How much these things compounded the feeding difficulties I had, which I have blogged about, it's hard to tell, but it was all in there. While I've previously written about my motherhood journey without my own mother, it has taken until this year to fully acknowledge the grief and try and put some context around it. I never expected or planned to do this journey on my own, and even when I did do it on my own, I simply thought this was normal because I didn't know anything else. I am not ready at this stage to delve any more than what I have done into the details of this, but what I will say is that while what eventuated was what I expected, deep down I hoped it would be different. That when I had my own child, my mother and I would reconnect, bound by maternally the magic of a baby, but it never happened. I don't believe I have truly even admitted that to myself in an act of self-preservation. Following Ray's birth, my third, and subsequently now his first birthday, I have had to ride through this on a completely new level, that this was it. Here's my last baby, and the reality of having my mother involved will never, ever be a possibility. Has hit really hard. I have been more prepared for this than I was eight years ago, having done a lot of work in this area, but it's still there. Hindsight is a luxury you just do not have as a new mother. Now, eight years on, nearly a decade spent growing a family, there are so many things I wished I had known, wished I could have seen, but of course you cannot. Looking back at photos of myself in those early days, I want to reach down through space and time to her. I want to wrap my arms around her, brush the tears from her eyes, and if I physically could, calm her mind and heart. I want to push the hair out of her face that has slid down while trying yet another painful, unsure feed. Get her to look at me and say the following. I know right now this is hard, really, truly hard. I know that you feel like you have absolutely no clue what you are doing and feel so out of your depth. I also know that this is all you have ever wanted, more than you could have ever wanted anything with your heart and soul. I know that you love your son more than anything in the world, and even though you have only just met him, you would lay down your life for him if it came to that. I know right now you are hurting. You have not even been able to register this yet, 
But in time you will, in time you will come to understand that you have been thrust into a grief that has no name, no end, and very, very few will understand. But there will be some that do. Darling girl, we are all still children at heart, and right now you are in this tough place of transition. You are raw, you are open, you are exhausted, and you are trying to do everything right even when you do not know how. See, there are some things that you just do not know yet. You do not know it, but this son of yours, tiny, precious son, dependent on you for everything, is going to grow up to be just fine. He is going to start walking at 10 months of age and basically never stop. He is going to be strong and fast. He is going to have a determination and willpower that will rival your own. He is going to go on to run cross-country races and jump off wharfs and swim in wild waves and climb anything he sets his eyes on, no matter how high. He is going to be so confident in himself that on his first day of school he will race into his classroom without looking back and sit down with new friends and say, Hi, my name is Arjun, what is yours? He is going to be an amazing eater. I know that you feel like a complete failure right now trying to feed him and you will not believe this but one day one day you will use your knowledge and your research to not only feed him well but in turn pass this on to other children this failure that you feel is only because you care and you expect so much of yourself you have never fed a baby before and it does not always come easy You also do not know this, but you are going to go on and finish this PhD of yours, which right now feels like the most ridiculous idea you ever had. A PhD and having a child? You will go on to finish that, not only with your son by your side, but also his baby brother. I have been wondering if I should tell you this now, but you do not know it. You are going to go on and not only have one more son, two more. That is right, it seems insane that despite how hard this all is, how out of your depth and alone you feel right now, you will go through it again and have three sons. See, this is the incredible, beautiful thing about motherhood. You do all this hard stuff. You adapt You never give up, no matter how many times you want to, no matter what gets thrown in your way, you never, ever give up. Because that, that is the true strength of a mother, that when you are hurting the most, just like right now, you simply keep going. You might forget all of this, but I will not. I have seen what is on the other side. So yes, right now it is hard, and right now you are stumbling your way through this new life. But you have got this, I promise you. You have got this, you are doing this, and you will keep doing this. As I read this, and I think that this was three years ago, do you know so much of it still rings true? And oh, I am so proud of Arjun and the young man that he is becoming, his love and drive for basketball, 
and his confidence with his peers, the way that he is just for me as a son, as the oldest son, what he does with his siblings and with the really important humans in my life. We've just had his 11th birthday party. It's quite late at night after we've wrapped up that and Kaz was here with her youngest and watching them all interact and interact with their peers. Just so precious. And, you know, to see Ray, who is about to turn four, and I have parented him quite differently in terms of gender and gender norms, and I am so going to unpack all of that in multiple podcasts and you know because his birthday was in two weeks I have a thing with the boys that on each of their birthdays they all get something small it's just something I've always done and it feels right and helps them process their emotions a little bit that's my way of doing it and I had got for Ray some tights uh, sparkly tights with stars on them and a yellow t-shirt that had a, a rainbow dinosaur and he thought it was the just absolute bee's knees and as gave him his birthday present which happened to be a gorgeous rainbow skirt twirly skirt and he put it on straight away and if you've seen any of my socials he didn't take it off for two days basically the two days even wore it to the mall and the playground at the mall and, you know, I just, again, I, I feel a lot of pride for the journey that I've been on with that and the courage that it's taken me in the unpacking of that, but also to see him as a four-year-old just so self-expressed and himself, his true self, which may change, you know, toxic masculinity is unfortunately a beast that I can only hope but to stand in front of, but I will take what I can get for now, and I do, I, I, I feel so happy that he can just be himself, and I can't help but wonder how much what it would be like for all of us if we were just allowed to be our true selves as well. And I know I touched on this in last week's episode, but is, is that not our greatest journey? And you know what's happened in the last three years and COVID and two surgeries for me and some pretty big changes and just fighting to keep going and at the same time also tackle some really big stuff in parenting that I still feel so out of my depth with. You know, for Arjun, he's about to get a phone. That was his request for his birthday. And all of that side of parenting and trying to guide him. And, you know, because he is 11, I've already had consent talks with both my older boys. We've talked about sex and safe sex and how to use a condom and and all sorts of things and again I will so delve into more of this and hopefully get a couple of experts on as well that I've really gleaned off because this is this is it this is the agent if you think for a second I don't 
feel out of my depth and afraid and am I stuffing it all up and I have no clue what I'm doing? <laughs> oh, I, well, I don't. I don't. It doesn't get easier. It just gets different, right? Just different. And for anyone that thinks that they're struggling and failing, gosh, I wish I had a cure for that. I so rarely do. And all I can say is you're definitely not on your own. That this just keeps going. When I look back on the last three years from, from this, you know, the journey that I've been on for myself and actually unpacking that grief with doing motherhood on my own and I'm I'm still in that I'm going through intensive therapy with that and many other aspects as well and there's been other layers to that too which again it's a challenge for me to talk about and it's a challenge for me to unpack when I'm still in it and I'm still breathing it and you know to to have a grief that's not acknowledged and has no rule book I mean not that there is a rule book with grief but there's what I've gone through is and going through it's definitely outside the box so to speak and it's not to say it's not uncommon it's just not spoken about we don't have the tools and the, the resources you know to, to break a generational cycle is uh, hardest thing I have ever had to do and it's just like I said in my blog we do it because it's just what we do as mothers to all of you that are listening as I said that feel like you're failing that feel like maybe even that you just stuff so much parts up I don't have the answers I don't have <laughs> the book <laughs> that I can just give you so much love across the airways and say that I'm in it and I'm doing it and I'm walking that with you and for all of you that are reflecting on birthdays sink into it it's there for a reason and it's hard it's easy to just yourself so busy I know I'm really good at it and to all the humans that are in my son's lives thank you and we just keep going because that's what we do and next week I'm going to talk about some topics that are relative to this too my thoughts and feelings around phone for my oldest and organized sport and withholding kids from being an organized sport as well I think these are all relative topics so that's that's next week and I've had some caller questions on those too so I will see you guys same time same place next week I just want to do a shout out to our incredible sponsor 06 coffee as you all know i am coffee obsessed and 06 is a local new zealand company also very waste conscious coffee does not ask questions coffee understands and coffee gives you five minutes peace in the chaos which i really hope you get today please use the code 1506 for 15 percent off 
That's it for this week's episode. If you do have a question, please drop it into the contact page of my website or a DM on Instagram. Everything from food, wellbeing, business, motherhood and life questions are answered here. I do really hope you get in a peaceful cup of coffee or at least take some time to yourself today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast to keep up to date and make sure you don't miss an episode. Until next week, with love, Dr Julie.